Welcome to the Comic Web Superman Old Time Radio Podcast, where each week we bring you an exciting radio episode from the early years of the Man of Steel. The Comic Web sells old time radio programs and comic books. Comic Web also offers two other podcasts. One is a variety of old time radio programs, and the other is a video podcast of old movie serial cliffhangers. You can find them on our website, comicweb.com, or just type Comic Web into iTunes and you should find them. Now just sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Superman. Thank you. The following is transcribed. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Kellogg's Pep. P-E-P-Pep. Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal, presents The Adventures of Superman. Superman sits helplessly by, ten suspenseful minutes are left, in which the fate of editor Perry White is to be sealed. Hello there, gang. This is your pal Dan McCullough. Say, gang, today I won't be talking to you about Kellogg's Pet, because it's Christmas Day. Instead, uh, let's talk about what makes Christmas one of the best days in the whole year. Well, first of all, it's a day when lots of dreams come true. When that very special gift that you've been wanting so deeply more than lives up to your hopes. It's a day when you give a happy thought to others, and when the gifts you give warm someone's heart. Thus, Christmas and its kindly customs have lived for many, many centuries. It's a day of joy and of cheerfulness, a day that you look forward to and plan for, and a day that you remember ever after. So, gang, today the grand old Kellogg Company of Battle Creek is wishing you the very happiest Christmas of all. And now, the adventures of Superman. As you remember, the Daily Planet has been exposing a huge housing racket in which war veterans are the principal victims. But the racketeers, determined to prevent the newspaper from ruining their profitable game, abducted editor Perry White and warned Clark Kent that unless the planet stopped exposing them, White would never be seen again. A tip from a war veteran enabled Kent to capture a member of the gang who revealed the address of Brock Nielsen, the ringleader. Then, as Superman, Kent streaked to Nielsen's apartment where he is now waiting for the racketeer to arrive. Meanwhile, unable to consult Kent, assistant editor Burroughs gave the order to run a page one story on the housing racket, unaware that by so doing, he was endangering White's life. As we continue now, Brock Nielsen, accompanied by Brownie, a henchman, saunters out of a cafeteria into the street near his apartment. Listen... What are the church bells ringing for, Brownie? It's Christmas, Mr. Nielsen, don't you know? Oh. Well, come on, Brownie. There's a new stand at the corner. I want to get the Daily Planet as soon as it comes out. What's your guess, Mr. Nielsen? Think there'll be another story in it about our racket? All I can say is that if there is, it'll be curtains for Perry White. Well, what if... And if that doesn't make the planet lay off us, somebody else up there will be next. I guess you know what you're doing, boss, but the planet's a big paper. It's got influence. That's exactly why we've got to shut it up. You know that if we don't, they'll not only spoil our juicy racket in Metropolis, but in the other cities we haven't hit yet. I guess you're right. You bet I'm right. Uh, The Daily Planet here yet, kid? Not yet, mister. It comes out usually at noon. Yeah. 
20 minutes to wait. It's too cold to wait outside. Let's go back to your apartment. No, I'd rather wait for the planet. Because the boys at the warehouse are standing by for me to tell them what to do about weight. Come on. I'm waiting at that cigar store over there. Okay. <laughs> Look at that poor sucker freezing in the sand, I suppose. Oh, yeah. Merry Christmas, boy. Nuts. <laughs> you think we ought to call up the warehouse and wish Perry White a merry Christmas? You won't be merry for him if his newspaper blasts us again today. I can promise you that, Brownie. <laughs> Two racketeers wait impatiently for the Daily Planet to come off the presses. Superman waits for Brock Nielsen to come home. Alone in Nielsen's apartment, a tall figure in blue costume and red cape stands at a window and gazes down somberly on gay Christmas throngs carrying brightly wrapped parcels. Immediately below him, a snow-covered park at their backs, a group of youthful carolers lift their voices in song. should be the season of peace on earth with wilder men. Yet Perry White is a prisoner somewhere in great danger. Yes, and all over the world, men, women, and children, as good and well-meaning as is Mr. White, suffer poverty, indignity, and privation in concentration camps. All because of the selfishness and greed of others. Or because the Lord saw fit to give them a different color skin or place them in a minority race are simply because they choose to worship him in a different church from that of their oppressors. Love thy neighbor, our Lord said. Do unto thy neighbor as you would have him do unto you. But so many people overlook that. Yes, it would be a good world if all those who profess to worship God really did his bidding. But too many make a mockery of God's grace to steal from and cheat and persecute their brothers. Like this thieving Brock Nielsen I'm waiting for. I've got to teach him a lesson in the Christmas spirit and see to it that he doesn't cheat Mr. White and Jim and Lois and Poco and a lot of homeless ex-GIs out of a happy Christmas. Radio off, Eddie. Oh, no. It ain't so lonesome with it on. Lonesome? Yeah. But just you and me and that old goat white in this big warehouse, I get lonesome, Joe. Oh, ain't that too bad. Let's switch over to another station if you have to have it on. Why? I don't like that music, that's why. Well, it's nice music. So you know what this one they're playing now is? I know what it is, and I don't like it. All I've been hearing is this dreaming about a white Christmas and then Christmas carols. Well, why not? It's Christmas, ain't it? Yeah, some Christmas. Cooped up in his cold, drafty warehouse watching this guy white. We could be out having some fun. Yeah, that's right. Say, uh, when's Nielsen gonna tell us what to do with this palooka? I don't know. Brownie said we'd probably get a call pretty soon. Oh. You think he's gonna tell us to finish him? And the way I get it from Brownie... Depends on what comes out in White's paper, the Daily Planet. Oh, what do you mean? Well, the Planet's been running big stories about Nielsen's racket, see? Telling the public not to pay down any dough for lots and houses till they make sure the guys what's selling the lots really own them, see? Oh. Well, if all the war vets and the other suckers start doing that, Nielsen will be out of business, see? Oh. Well, uh, me, I, uh... I hope Nielsen don't tell us to do anything to White. Why? Why do you care? On account of... 
Well, on the counter, it's Christmas. What's that got to do with it? Oh, well, I feel funny about pulling any rough stuff on Christmas. When I hear carols and see the Santa Clauses on the street, I get to remembering when I was a kid. Oh. You, you know what, Joe? When I was a kid and my mother and father was living, I used to go to church with them on Christmas. I'll bet you robbed the collection plate. Never on Christmas. I never liked to pull nothing then. Why, that's why I hope Nielsen don't tell us to do nothing to white today. Eddie the Softy. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I am kind of a softy on Christmas Day. Yeah, better not be any softy if the boss gives it to the office today. Not if you want to keep eating like you You keep your health, too. Yeah. Guess you're right, Joe. You guess? Just try crossing Nielsen and see what you get. You remember what happened to Louie, don't you? Hey. Hey, what's that? Relax. It's just our little playmate White over there kicking at the floor. Oh, listen. Maybe we ought to take the gag out of his mouth, huh? Nah, nah. He might start yelling like he's done before. Well, who's going to hear him around here? There ain't even anybody in the streets in this neighborhood today. Just the same. We ain't taking any chances. Nielsen says, watch this guy till I tell you what to do with him. And that is just what we're going to do. Okay, yo. Turn that radio off, Eddie. Okay. I hope that's Nielsen. I want to get out of here. Hello? Yeah, who's this? This is Brock Nielsen. The boss, Eddie. Uh, yeah, Mr. Nielsen. Uh, what's a good word? Get this and get it straight, Joe. I want you and Eddie to be ready to make a quick getaway, you understand? Yeah, when? Well, check your watch. In a few minutes, it'll be noon, and the Daily Planet will be out then. Now, if a certain story is in it, Brownie will come to the warehouse in the car and give you four long blasts on the horn. When you hear that, take care of Perry White and make your getaway with Brownie. You get it? Yeah, I get it. We wait for Brownie's four blasts on a car horn. Right. And that'll be the signal for White's finish. Now, don't bungle. Don't worry, we won't. Okay. Good night. Come on, boys. I'm going to turn the radio off. Why, Jim, that was pretty. It's a Christmas ditty. I know, but I don't want to hear any more Christmas music while poor Mr. White is in the hands of those racketeers. Oh, whoa, I know. We only knew where he was and if he was all right. I can't stand the suspense. Neither can I. I just want to cry. I know what I'll do. I'll sing for you. No, no, please. So I don't want to hear any more music, Coco. It just makes me feel worse. You'll feel better when you hear me play. It's my funny song to drive cares away. Oh, no. I know a girl whose name is Liz. Her friends all call her Lizzie. She took a ride on a merry-go-round. And now poor Lizzie's dizzy. Oh, no. Didn't that song get us into enough trouble? Poor Lizzie. She's really in a tizzy. Oh, Polko. She goes round and round and round and round and round. Will you stop it, Polko? It makes me dizzy. Now tell me true. Don't you feel less blue? No, I don't. I feel terrible. Worried about Mr. White. I'm worried about Mr. Kent, too. He isn't at the office. He isn't at his apartment. He isn't here. I, I don't know where he is. I only hope nothing happened to him, too. Oh, don't worry, Sonny. Mr. Kent is no bunny. No, I, I know he isn't, but just the same... Oh, what's that? Oh, oh, Jim, please don't swoon. It's only the clock striking noon. Oh. Oh, yeah. Oh, that means the Daily Planet will be on the newsstands now, and people will be sitting down to their Christmas dinners. It's just noon to us, Poco. 
Jimmy Olsen and Poco listen to the mantle clock chiming out noon of Christmas Day. Unaware that at this moment, Rock Nielsen and Brownie are purchasing a daily planet, on the first page of which is a feature story exposing their housing racket. A story that spells doom for Perry White. What will happen as Superman waits in Brock Nielsen's apartment for the return of the racketeer? Don't miss tomorrow's smashing climax of our story, fellows and girls. Tune in. Same time. Same station. And remember, for breakfast, it's Kellogg's Pep. For excitement, the adventures of Superman. Superman is a transcribed, copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC comic magazines and is brought to you Monday through Friday at the same time by Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal. Crumbles, crumbles, Kellogg's crumbles. Say that over a couple of times. Just goes with toasty words like crisp, crunchy, crinkly, doesn't it? And that's just what crumbles is. A toasty kind of cereal for a frosty morning, sort of sweet and metal-rich. And you know, gang, Kellogg's Crumbles is the only cereal in the whole wide world made in those crinkly shreds of real whole wheat. So good to eat and so good for you. Crisp, crunchy, crinkly, Crumbles, Kellogg's Crumbles. And be sure to be with us tomorrow for the thrilling adventures of Superman.